0: The Tumbling Saber Podcast is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts. Visit our base at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Everybody, welcome back! It's time for episode 194 of the Tumbling Saber Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I gotta pay. <laughs> this is Carlos. <laughs> Lots of coffee before the podcast, man. <laughs> oh boy! Welcome back, everybody. Um, if you're listening to this the day that we drop it, it's uh, the wave is coming. It's it's three days until Triple Force Friday. Five days until Resistance Season Two comes back. Forty-two days until The Mandalorian drops, and seventy-nine days until The Rise of Skywalker premieres. Which, uh, guys, the the dam I think has broken.
1: <laughs> when are we oh, getting God. the tickets? Who's getting the tickets? When are we getting tickets? Well, yeah, it's it's funny, tickets,
2: Kyle. I mean, why don't you do it this year, Corey? No, that's not happening. Uh, <coughs> I'm gonna stick with the tradition here. But you're you're info guy. You're always
1: the guy that knows. So this is the tradition, pretty much, okay. So what happens is Kyle gets the tickets, Kyle does the reservation at the restaurant. No, Corey... James does. Oh, James. Get... Sorry, you're right. James gets the reservation at the at the restaurant. Corey gets there before everybody else, and that's it. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and then he say and then he says, "I'm the committed one. I'm the one that's so ready for
2: this <gasps> night. I
3: Can't I'm here see?
2: first." I'm wearing my Star Wars shoes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's minus 30 degrees, Corey. <laughs> Star Wars shoes.
0: <laughs> anyway, man, oh man. Like it was, it's been a bonkers few days. Like for a week that was pretty quiet. And I was like, guys, send us questions, man. We got nothing to talk about. And then we yeah. just got pummeled. Absolutely beaten <laughs> with content. It was, it's, it was kind of fascinating. And uh, gratifying at the you're same time you there
2: what's the head you're a little premature there i think it was tuesday you used to kind of sent out the, the no, SOS. Was,
0: i think it was wednesday
2: well i think to me and carlos you said you guys better start thinking about some topics or whatever you know like but yeah i, I was pretty surprised we got it that late in the week as well and that much but it's never gonna end oh i hope that yeah
0: geez from from, from your lips to god's ears man let's 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 hope it never ends i i love having stuff to talk about it but uh I, you know, I love actually having questions to answer because it really is the the most fun part of doing the podcast is, is random questions that get us all over the map. But yeah, man, like we got the Hollywood Reporter that struck not, not once, but twice late in the week. Um, Then what we got uh, Empire, Empire Magazine. They've had a story, a feature story with a bunch of new images that came out. Uh, I don't think we're going to have time to talk about those this week, but uh we will maybe, maybe we'll talk about that on uh a secondary podcast that we might do that uh I'll talk about in a second, but super fantastic week for for news uh just dudes, how you doing? How was your weekend?
2: very good i uh started the the family rewatch of the entire saga prior to it coming back out, you know, just schedule wise just trying to get everybody together and all that stuff like uh yeah man, I figured why not just start now, so we watched the phantom menace we're doing it from episode one this time around and uh yeah man i loved it it was fun
0: yeah i I did the math on that today in the afternoon i said well you know we got to do the great rewatch we did it for the mcu we watched of the 21 movies before endgame i think we watched i don't know 17 of them in the weeks before endgame so we're gonna do the same with star wars of course but i did the math and if you watch one per week like our plan- We always watch a-, a movie on Sunday nights before the kids go to bed. So starting Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, which is just two weekends from now, uh, if you watch one Star Wars movie, including the standalones, per weekend, uh, you will finish up the weekend of December 12th or whatever it is.
2: Yeah. That's, uh, that's that's good intuition then so, on yeah. my part.
0: Yeah, so if you want to give yourself some wiggle room, now is a good time to start, but uh, I don't like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to uh, keep things very very tight and with without wiggle room. So, yeah, so we're going to start our great Star Wars rewatch in a couple of weeks. And one yeah, chronological order. We're going to start with Phantom Menace, plow our way through, we're going to get to uh, the pre- through the prequels and the standalones, the OT, uh and then finishing up with with The Last Jedi. Which is it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'm only going to watch the real Star Wars movies. Oh really? What and what is that, Carlos?
2: He's talking about the Clone Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, just the just the real ones. So
0: you, which yeah. which what you, what you mean then, is just the original cut of of A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Everything else you just doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, no, I think everything after uh, nineteen eighty is just pure hot garbage. <laughs> and uh, uh, George Lucas ruined my childhood, and then Disney ruined George Lucas's Star Wars, and then doubly ruined my childhood. And then EA Sports ruined my childhood because they made a video game that I didn't like. Um, what else ruined my childhood? The Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins completely ruined my childhood because I've never seen them win a Super Bowl. But now they're even worse. So they're completely ruining the just even the hope of maybe them making one day, making the playoffs. So, like, it's just everything's ruined, man. They
0: took away the Expos. My childhood's been ruined. They The, the Dolphins suck. My childhood's been ruined. Everything that's happened in Star Wars, I don't even know why we're here because nothing, none, none of it's any good.
1: Oh no! But God, uh, they, was that they convincing? Are making, they are making a Snap Wexley A Wing, so that's that's cool. Hey,
2: hey, the... That's cool. Snap, <sighs> Snap's
1: cool. Snap's cool. All right. Anyways, um, I wanted to get to this where real was, quickly. Where Ryan ruined Star Wars? Where was Snap Wexley in the Last Jedi? What a douche! How do you write out Greg Gunberg? Oh, why would you do that? They had a yeah. big beef on set. You guys didn't hear? But guess what? He didn't do it, and now because he wasn't there to die uh, during that uh, slow speed chase, he's alive to be back in episode nine. Look how that worked. He's gonna be
0: back, and I, I hope Jess Pava was, Pava is with him. Seriously, I really, I really hope that she's back, and I hope that they're all there to kick some ass in the skies above whatever planet we we are gonna
1: have some epic space battle. I'm just mad that they they're they're calling this Star Wars like it should be just why don't you just call it something else because it's clearly not Star Wars. Why are we so pissy to start off? the? Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) It's not Star Wars, man. (laughs) Star Wars is
0: dead. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. My goodness. Um, Hashtag
1: sarcasm. Hashtag. Uh, I, I'm thinking about getting some Star Wars uh, lounge pants from MeUndies.
0: <laughs> boop boop boop.
1: <laughs> they look pretty sweet,
0: man. Oh yeah, they're awesome.
1: I don't know which ones to get. That's the problem. They're expensive, though.
0: Yeah, they don't come cheap. Modal modal. It's uh, oh? <laughs> it is, it's it costs some money. <laughs> especially especially with Triple Force Friday around the corner. Like, is that where you want to allocate your dollars with such a monumental mm. event coming? so true so true anyway uh big news from our end before we start into the uh the collecting updates and news of it all i just wanted to mention the return of the powerful friends guys
3: yeah. oh my god oh my god
0: <sighs> yeah so you know after a few months off i think uh, i think i think the time has come to bring the Patreon back i always intended to bring it back early october and here we are and Chapping at the bit, ready to go, man. So if you if you're a habitual Tuesday listener, then our our Patreon program is live once again. We we were going off for a couple of years, took a little break, and uh, you know, over the summer I just I, you know took took the time to assess what is working, what wasn't, uh, where do I want to be spending my time as a creator and just just enjoying the summer. And uh I don't want to drag this out too long, but really like we 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 had a pretty good thing going anyway. So things aren't drastically different um but you know there's there's always room to to tweak things and make things better and better ways to approach uh, creating content uh so the biggest difference with powerful friends 2.0 is as I guess I'll call it uh is the launch of the luminous beings podcast uh luminous beings that's so that'll be a, a podcast that it'll happen twice a month on the Patreon feed and it's myself and Nathan Roberts who many of you will recognize from our tumbling saber group and, you know, he's one of the biggest contributors in there. So, uh, really looking forward to that. So it, it's, uh, what we do there is, it's, is we, we pick one specific topic and we just go deep on it. And that's, that's, that's the show. We don't go all over the place. We don't really tangent as we do here. Uh, but yeah, we're hoping to, you know, unearth, unearth some insights and, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe learn something about, uh, various aspects of the, of the galaxy far, far away. So. Uh, We've already got a couple episodes in the can. We're going to drop one on the main feed later this week as uh maybe some enticement. You know, you catch flies with more flies with honey, is that the saying? So, uh we'll we'll put that out there for everybody to hear, and if you'll enjoy it, well then hopefully you'll you'll want to hear more and you'll, you'll become a powerful friend with us. Um,
1: beings, nice, nice. Yeah, that's that sounds really awesome. That's really great. When is Sith Disturbers coming back? Well, well, uh, that will that
0: will probably hit the Patreon feed later this week. So you know what? We're going from uh, we're going we're we're just ramping it right back up, guys. We're gonna have to a couple shows on the main feed this week, and the Patreon feed will will resurrect itself as well this week. So it's gonna be a big week from us. Uh, and uh, yes. yeah, man, I'm I'm happy. I'm real. I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I just, you know, for me, it's just now it's about like focus and making sure the workflow is right. And uh, just just avoiding the uh, just that lingering feeling of of death (laughs) that was just killing me in the spring, you know, just uh, just making sure it's the workload is managed properly. And I'm not uh, burning the midnight oil too often because that that's a killer, man. I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) So, yeah, we're still going to do uh, Worthy of Recognition, which is, of course, you know, uh, it's going to be a bit more of a melange going forward. And, you know, because most, most of the powerful friends that who want to be on that podcast have been on. And if you haven't, if you're still a powerful friend uh, and you want to be on the pod, let me know and we will work something out. And uh, But what, what I'm also going to do is open the floor up to other Star Wars podcasters out there. So, you know, in an attempt to... Uh, you know, broaden our horizons a bit and, and introduce ourselves to, uh, other podcasters and so that our community can get familiar with, with some other pods out there. It's a lot of pods out there, a lot of new ones. So maybe uh, it will be a cool time to learn about some new people out there. Um, what else can I say? So Canon fodder, we're still going to do that. That's kind of going to be the replacement for our newsletter. We'll do that in audio format going forward. Maybe Corey might actually pop in at my place once a month and, uh, We'll, see. well i'll see I'll, I'll actually witness Corey pounding beers on a podcast
2: in person yeah <laughs> i'll be and i'll be biking back home when it's minus 30 degrees out yeah sure in you know the snowstorm sure you will you know, well, no, you know i'll be riding moose back you know it yeah oh of course clip click, clip clop <laughs> Try drinking and riding moose back oh boy practice yeah.
0: anyway so this last part uh, i don't like i said i don't i don't want to be here too often or too for too long uh, I'm I'm dumping the $3 tier. So if you were part of that tier, um, consider jumping up to the five or dropping down to the two. I'm just trying to keep this simple. Having a $2 and a $3 and a $5 tier I thought was muddy. So the three is out. So now you get just two clear tiers to choose from. If you're in the three, I will send out a message to all of you just to say, uh, you can stay here but you won't get anything. <laughs> you'll be a a paying patron who receives none of the benefits. So um yeah, you will look so look forward to that message if you are a if you're a current patron. So that's it, man. That is uh that's the Powerful
2: Friends update and I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm really stoked to Yeah, I'm excited, man. I've yeah. been working hard on a little quiz all summer. That's been fun. So I'm looking forward to getting that too and just <laughs> I don't know, talking with you guys is huge, man. Like it's, it's I wouldn't say it's, we talked about it before, but I don't think it's necessarily the best timing for me coming back. Um, I got a baby coming in about three, four weeks, maybe.
0: I thought it was November. But, uh,
2: yeah.
0: That's not uh, three, we're... four weeks from now.
2: That's like a month. That's what four weeks.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay,
2: four weeks is a push. Any day now, we'll say that. <laughs> oh, because come on. I... You're, you're, you're a few weeks off. Yeah, but still, either way. But, uh, you know, we had the conversation and it's all going to work, man. She's totally down with it, totally supportive of it.
0: Yeah, wait. Just wait. (laughs) Wait till she sees what that really means. Wait till she sees what it really means to agree to let Corey set up the collection in the basement. Oh, no, no. I didn't
2: say anything about that. I'm talking about the podcasting.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Anyway. So does that mean Corey's going to produce the the Sithma special this year?
2: (sighs) Uh, Maybe I'll write the intro like I do every year. Sure. Oh, yeah. right that's it's yeah, that's not always... happening it's not happening Mm-mm. it's not happening We'll do something we always do and it always it's it's always beautiful and awesome
0: all right don't don't message me on december 21st and say oh, what do you want to do for the sithmas special man <laughs> we got we got we got to come up with something cool
1: that's not the way it went down but uh oh okay yeah, it was pretty much that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and leave james alone Corey, <laughs> James is allowed to come pop in. I know he said, yeah, of course, course he is. Of course he, of course he's allowed. I'm saying, don't, don't, don't draft him to do something. <laughs> don't script him on December 21st. Hey, man, can I have some help with writing the uh the Sithner special? And then be like, yo, peace out, man. Can you do that?
2: <laughs> I, don't know. I never did that to James.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> he never. What are you talking? I don't know what you guys are talking about, honestly
0: okay move along move along yeah, Okay, seriously. anyway that is the update everybody so I, I hope if you've enjoyed what we've been doing um hopefully you'll you'll be looking forward to some additional content and and will join us and support us on patreon and grow our little powerful friend community and uh help us see where it goes so that's it um yeah done patreon.com slash tumbling saber check it out guys check it out all right with that out of the way guys uh, a big week in Star Wars is right around the corner, but right before we talk about Triple Force Friday, Corey, what uh, what's going on in your collection this week?
2: Uh, man. Oh, guys, I gotta tell you, I was so goddamn close, man. I was so close. I went to a Walmart out in Ontario.
0: <laughs> I know this story.
2: Anyway, it was. I, I knew it was gonna happen. I didn't build myself up too much, but I. Anyway, look, I get there and all the triple force Friday stuff is out for the black series and the vintage collection. So I grabbed a few from the vintage. I grabbed about five figures from the black series and I scanned them at the plate price where you check the, uh, the scanners where it tells you the price tag and it says, see uh, see an associate or something like that. And there's a guy right there beside me. I know I'm like right away. I'm like, Oh, I knew it. And I see this kid. I right away. He kind of looks like a bit of a dope. (laughs) I'm like, this guy's going to be no help. And he's got like two scanners and he's all like scans it. He's like, everything looks fine. He's like, you'll be all right. I'm like, okay. He's like, let me come with you to the cash. I'm like, nice. He's like building me up, man. He like totally got my hopes up. Anyway, get to the cash. First, he took me to customer service. He's like, we'll go here. It'll be easier. And I was like, but then there's a big lineup. And then ended up going to one of the self checkouts right away. It's like street date violation. I was like, no. I was like, ah, oh. must have paced the store like three times. Like, after that, like, should I maybe scan some old Black Series figures? They're actually nineteen ninety nine right now. I was like, ah. Oh. You mean commit right. theft is what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, that's it. I called. I called <laughs> Kyle on the spot. That's what he told me. He's like, that's theft. I was like, you're right. Oh.
0: <laughs> like, Imagine being so worked up over toys that you considered
2: stealing them. <laughs> I just wanted to scan them. I would have paid for them.
0: Uh, well, anyway, uh, no, like no, no, no. You were you'd be paying for a
2: discounted black series show. figure,
0: not yeah. the one that you actually walk out of the store with. Yeah, well,
2: that 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 part, whatever. That was just happened to be the case, but had it been twenty nine ninety nine, the same price, I, I mean, that's more what I was saying, anyhow. But and and to be clear, at the same time. people have done this. I've, I, I know. know. I'm watching. I don't you know, want
0: to monitoring the dark side monitoring the the a couple of star wars collector groups canadian collector groups and that is what's happening across canada in various locations
1: i've done it in the past
0: too
2: i'm not gonna lie i'm sure i could have caused enough of a stink to be like you have them on the shelves blah 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 blah, blah. you have to give me some maybe man man like manager blah 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 and i was just like i I felt myself man when when, because a little turd built me up so much like you'll be fine then this i guess supervisor kind of comes like like kind of like Big eyes, like, where'd you get these? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, they're on the shelves. Like,
0: (laughs) I went into your back store and ripped open the crates myself, you turd. What do you think?
2: And she's like, well, no, you can't have them. I didn't even argue with them. I wasn't going to be like, whoa, come on. Like, I just didn't want to go there. I was like, I knew it, you bunch of (laughs) imbeciles. I've seen, I saw three separate people
0: posting in Facebook groups this weekend saying that, yes, that their, their experience was similar to yours. But then they did like pout face or just like, oh, come on, man. Like, I don't want to have to come back. And they just complained enough at the customer service desk that they were allowed to come through. These guys just said, okay, just override, sell it.
2: And people are walking out. Maybe I could have, too, because I felt myself right away. Like, I probably could have cried at the time if I wanted. I could have turned it on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I felt right away when there was like, no, and blah, 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 and the two I was there was that still that glimmer of hope when the supervisor's talking to the lackey and the lackey's like, Oh, I kind of told him he could have it. And like I I just felt my face going a bit flush and red, you know what I mean? And they probably saw it in me too. And I was just like, oh, forget it.
1: I wonder what they've well, been uh, told. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember a couple of years ago I actually got um one of the 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 January waves. I got it uh, a week before Christmas. I do remember that. And uh it, it said do not sell before January first, uh when they scanned it. And I'm like, what the hell, man? You guys have this on the show. I did this at Toys R Us. And they're like, okay, no problem. And they just uh they overrid it. But like um I think Triple Force Friday is a little different. Like they're and they're a lot more careful.
0: I don't know. Anyway, I, I think in some locations, it? yes, but I think in like in Corey's case, I think it goes to show that the the stock people don't know shit.
2: They don't know. No, They don't, the know. It's don't know. It's management, man. Why would yeah. a manager put a memo saying, like, do not put these out until this date?
0: Because we as Star Wars fans think that the store revolves around the toy aisle. And it doesn't. They don't
2: care at all. But there should be some kind of memo going around. There's this. Thing well,
0: they did. Just, they, like, they, a memo like it's seen was their circulated. Saying st- that's why. Because people... The, a couple of weeks ago, when that stock started hitting shelves, people were walking out with it. And then, um, then a memo got out from Hasbro to Walmart saying, "No, don't. There's a street date to this guy. Stop." And then, the you know, the, the memo filtered to the various uh, outlets, and they stopped selling it, except for in cases where people pout, and they got they got through. But by and large, it's over, man. The, the jig is up until until this Friday.
2: Well, anyway, I hope no one else pouts over at that wall, particular Walmart because I definitely plan on heading out there uh, the morning of. But anyway, to console myself that night, I just didn't give Star Wars money. I just gave it to the other part of that company, Marvel. <laughs> but that took home. I don't think Marvel toys go to Disney. Would they? I'm sure no. That must be life. muddy water. I don't know. But yeah, I got a Some sweet of it... cowboy Logan. That was beautiful. And that retro card Cyclops. Then I also found on uh, yeah, yesterday I was out and about again at the grocery store, and I see I had been there recently, but I see the f- the full retro collect collection again of those three and three quarters, the original seventy seven series, but they were stacked deep, like at least two to three sets minimum of all six, and I was just missing the Vader. Snag them and uh that'll be that. So you're done? I'll In the done. wild baby.
0: That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I know you called me and you're like, uh hey, I just want to let you know that uh they've got the retro collection back on the pegs. And I said, All six, are they all there? And you're like, Yeah, man, like like it looks like they unpacked two cases. Like there's there's two of each. Yeah, yeah, okay. At least. I had kind of soured on the collection. It's so funny. Like when this news first came out, I was super into this collection, super into the idea of of retro looking figures on the old card. And then what? Like it just took so long for it to get to the pegs that I went cold on it. And then you told me a couple weeks ago that they were there. I went. I was just not feeling it. But uh, on on your warning yesterday. I did head over there today, <laughs> and I I did I did dip into the pool a little bit,
2: <laughs> a little bit.
0: Yeah, not into all six. Oh come on, man! I just I did Vader, I did Leia, and
2: Chewie. Cool. So cool. I, I I
0: got the three of them. The cards are fl- the card backs
2: are flimsy though. They're yeah, they're very a little weird.
0: They're, they're yeah, they're I mean they're much they're thinner, so they, they were all warped. They bend. They, yeah, they're yeah, all they've yeah. all been kind of warped. So I don't know if that's to stay true to the original card backs. Or if it's just to keep the cost down. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so I am on the board. The shutout's been broken, the streak is over. I have I'm into the retro collection now.
1: So we'll see where that goes. Uh Carlos, anything to share on your end for this week? Well, last week I I kind of made the mention that um, I had ordered something on eBay and I was worried about it not showing up. Uh, That's so I right. Went, so I went out to get the uh, the tie Striker and uh, Kylo Ren shuttle last uh, last Sunday while the the other TIE Striker showed up. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it showed up on uh, Wednesday. I think I missed it, so I had to pick it up on Thursday and I uh, actually built it with the kids. So I have another TIE Striker uh, sealed in box. Uh, it's actually. It's actually gorgeous, man. Such a great build. It looks really, really good and that Short Trooper minifigure? Wow. The Scarif Short Trooper minifigure? Wow. That's a, like, it's a cool-looking trooper no matter what. Yeah, that one was that one's badass and and uh, it's so good that it actually got me thinking about buying the Battle on Scarif set. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh and that would put me at pretty much I think I got every single Rogue One <laughs> release set. Oh, really? Uh, if I if I go through the list, I, I mean I don't have them all uh, in my possession, but I've bought them all at one point or another. Nice, except for the except for the Battle on Scarif set, um, and there might be another one. I don't want to just hum and haw over it right now, but um, yeah, and especially the big ones like. Uh, I'm really uh, I'm really impressed and um I'm already looking forward to the next uh, the next wave uh in April uh, cuz we're probably going to get some really really cool stuff from The Rise of Skywalker like some of the stuff that they don't want to spoil us before the movie. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to probably get some really cool stuff in uh maybe in January, but I I would assume more likely April uh for uh, may the 4th I, I i don't know what the new ucs set's going to be but um yeah uh i'm i'm th- there's rumors of about it being an a wing and uh I, I kind of other than the snap, the, the new little a wing i don't know if i want a, a ucs a wing
3: I
0: don't know if a, so, a UCSA wing doesn't seem like it would have the level of detail or yeah,
1: not enough detail. You're right. You're completely right about that. The white uh, the the wing smooth. is gorgeous. It's very dolphin uh, smooth. You, have you? Have, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> or it's Owen Force smooth. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you guys seen in person the UCS uh, Star Destroyer, the Devastator? No, I haven't. Wow. Do yourself a favor and go to a Lego store and look at that thing in the window, my friend. That thing is k- 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 gorgeous.
0: I did see the Tantive Four UCS a couple of weeks ago at the Lego store, and that was actually really impressive, too.
1: No, it, it, it is impressive. Re- well, I mean, yeah, no, it's definitely impressive, but we're talking about three times the size. It's out of this world. Yeah, I can it's, I, I, I it's it's I mean... actually longer than the millennium Falcon. Like it has a few thousand less pieces, but the pieces that they do have are huge. Yeah,
0: they're, they're and
1: apparently it weighs more. I can see well, it's geez, it's like four feet long. It ships in the same size box as the Falcon.
0: Yeah, I can easily see that. I, I was I'm following a guy on Instagram who's building it and he's he's always posting images, and it it looks huge. I kind of get it. But I, I I need to see it in person, because I, I know I'm not getting the scale properly. There's only so much Instagram can do for that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, One thing, I, I, a couple of things I got in my collection recently, I just completely didn't mention them. I completely forgot. But I did pick up the Jabba's Guard 3-pack, which just is so cool in that kind of overbox got the three i forget the name of the three skiff guards inside but it's such a cool figure set uh which is now showing up at at toys r us discounted to like 17 bucks which drives me crazy but that's to be expected Uh, i also got the elite clone vintage collection and the gamorian guard yeah which is you know just me keeping up with the vintage collection otherwise you know that that's a typically a figure i'd be like bah, whatever
2: No, wait. Oh, man, I was kind of sad I missed out on that in the Black Series. Just didn't see it anywhere. I'll I'll get it one day eventually. I know that. But I don't know. I I like that toy as a kid.
0: (laughs) For some reason, though, like looking at that one, it, it, it just resonates a little harder than the others, just because I still remember buying a Gamorrean guard as a kid. Yeah, there you go. So that one, I guess that one will be have a little special place in my heart. But uh, yeah, forgot to mention those last week. And of course, our our collecting updates next week, I'm sure will be uh, a lot more lengthy. So to to that end, uh, let's jump into Triple Force Friday. Some of the stuff that's coming up. Uh, Did you guys watch that YouTube global reveal that was on the Star Wars YouTube channel? I actually
2: didn't. I caught a bit of it. I I watched uh, basically, we'll say the highlights.
0: I wanted to watch the whole thing, but of course, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm at work, so that's going to be difficult. But I did catch a little bit of it. Uh, it started off with a new trailer for Jedi Fallen Order, which looks pretty damn good, man. Even gave us a new Inquisitor that's going to be in the game, the Ninth Sister. I, I really hope we get to kill one of these
2: Inquisitors. Dude, I, I had that in my hands. I was like, I have no idea who you are. I don't even know if I necessarily ever plan on playing the game. But you're just too goddamn cool. But at the same time... Oh, no, you had the second sister in your hand. Oh, that's true, eh? The
0: ninth. The ninth is another Inquisitor that's going to be in the game.
2: Hmm. So who's this?
0: Or is it... I think it's second. I think the second is in the game, and definitely the ninth was in this new trailer.
2: That's awesome.
0: But, man, they they showed off that Y-Wing. It just keeps calling to me. I know. I, I know. I need to be patient and just wait for the discount on it. But for Lego, yeah, yeah, the Lego Y wing. I love it. I I love it. I, I, I. It's weird because I I'm not a huge Y wing fan,
1: but that one. I think
0: it's the red stripe on the front.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Like I've been, I, I've actually been on the Lego page right uh, right now, and uh, it it is pretty cool, man. It there there's something it's just not as i don't know i don't know and the price for me right now doesn't scream day one purchase oh yeah no Uh, if i buy it if it it becomes a day one purchase for me it's because i've
0: completely lost my mind and just gone wild on triple force friday or it's because i got nothing else i came up empty everywhere and so i needed something
1: to satiate the, the force friday uh yeah, just to scratch Fetish. the itch. Yeah,
0: just to say I walked <laughs> away with some kind of victory. But if if everything goes well and I can keep my my wits about me, that is something I can wait on. I can wait. I don't know if it'll be discounted by Christmas or early 2020.
1: Early 2020, more likely, uh, once the new wave comes out.
0: Yeah, so I think I'll, I think I can wait. I'll, I'll just wait that one out. But it's got a great selection of minifigs. Just looks cool, man. So I'll look forward to that. Uh, the Jenna Black Series figure. Just looks amazing.
2: Yeah, I was stoked about that when I saw it. I was pretty happy.
0: Really happy with the way that figure looks. So that I'm trying to back I'm trying to back away from Black Series a bit, at least until they're deeply discounted on Amazon or whatever. That one's gonna call to me. That's a really good looking figure. Uh the C3PO actually kinda looks cool as well. Comes with little Babu Frick. Did you guys see Babu Frick? Only there. Oh boy. I can't wait to see Babu Frickin' in in the Rise of Skywalker, man. He's gonna be this little tiny dude hanging out at i I don't know, a, a droid shop or a factory or some kind of something like that. He looks like he's gonna be so funny.
2: Yeah, maybe he's the guy that unlocks uh 3PO's hidden code or whatever. Who knows?
0: Who knows? Um Did you guys see Pedro Pascal at that uh at the YouTube premiere thingy?
1: I didn't watch remember? Correct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy is going to be a treasure to fandom, man. He was like getting down with the toys. He's there playing almost like with like the way Dark Helmet played with his dolls. That's the way Pedro Pascal was playing with his Black Series figure. It was it it was hilarious. This guy's going to be so much fun to to get to know. He seems like he's having a blast being part of Star Wars. Anyway, um, Carlos, you kind of just touched on it, but what is your your wish list or game plan for Triple Force Friday?
1: Uh, okay, so my game plan is this. First, we need to know the facts. Uh, and the facts are that in 3 days, 21 hours, 37 minutes and 44, 43 seconds, <clears throat> the LEGO site is going to go live uh, for Triple Force Friday. And All Star Wars purchases are going to be double points to start. Uh, So when I made my little turn, uh, I I passed by the Lego store this uh, weekend uh, just to uh, scope out uh, to see if anything was in store and uh, if I can get anything early. Of course, I couldn't. Um, But I went to get some information. And um, apparently, you can't buy something uh, from the store, uh, get the micro build uh, for purchases over $75, leave the store, and then come back five minutes later and buy- make another purchase um, from the same store. Uh, so my my game plan is at midnight, once the site goes live, I'm going to pick up the Slave 1 uh, 20th anniversary set. That's the last set um, that I'm missing uh, to complete the run. Uh, and I'm going to get the, uh, the the Battle of Endor micro build uh, for purchases over 75. And then later on uh, in the day after work, I'm going to go to the Lego store because there's supposed to be a lot of Star Wars uh, sales. And we're looking at probably BB-8, uh, the Sandcrawler, all the things with the Last Jedi um, box art liquidation get it out of here move this inventory yeah and um which is normal i, I mean they do that every year so um i'm going to check to see what's on sale in the store uh we're we're expecting a 20% uh on the site on some sets but there might be some specials in store that um that could be more than 20 percent. so I, i'm gonna go in store and check that out and then once that i'm expecting probably to grab the dual pack kylo ren and sith trooper um um uh what are they called the brickheads there's a dual pack yes. brickheads kylo, uh, kylo ren and the sith trooper uh i need those uh because i've i have all the other ones um and then from there, I'm gonna go back onto the website, redeem my <laughs> points because those points are gonna put me over 150, 115 dollars. So I'm gonna redeem the points, and I, I'm hesitating, man. Between <laughs> I'm hesitating between the Millennium Falcon and Kylo Ren shuttle. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the Falcon. Apparently, uh, I've seen a lot of reviews. A lot of people already have them in hands. I've seen a lot of reviews on YouTube. And the Millennium Falcon, especially since I missed out on the The Force Awakens Millennium Falcon. Um, I listened to somebody who I shouldn't have listened to, and I slept on it, and it went uh, it went cold. So I, I'm dying to get that Falcon. If there was a TIE Fighter in this run, I'd definitely get it. Uh, but seeing as how I already have Kylo, I just, just got Tylo, uh, Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm leaning towards the Millennium Falcon as opposed to a shuttle, but I I don't know. It's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough one. You can never go
0: wrong with the Falcon.
1: I I think so. I think so. Uh, And you get a nice, a nice old Lando, uh, some really cool figures there. And um, yeah, so, so pretty much first things first, Slave 1 online in store and then bam again online. So I'm gonna I'm looking to get three of those uh Battle of Endor micro builds. One's gonna remain sealed, and uh, one that I'm gonna build and one I'm gonna sell. Very cool. That's my plan. I, I feel like it's feasible though. I think
0: with Lego you're pretty safe. Like they've always seemed to have their act together with, with regards to stock and availability. I, I think you'll be okay. Uh, Corey, what's uh, what's up with you for Triple Force Friday? Have you got a game plan or are you just going to
2: wing it? I, I, got, I got my plan in place there. Like, um, I was kind of forced to after the uh, debacle. So I was like, what time you open on Friday? Like 7 a.m. I was like, I'll be there. And I'm telling you right now, man, like, uh, hopefully there's no one else there because there's going to be a race. And if not, there's probably going to be a fight. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> It's going down, and no one's going to beat me there either Either way. So you've, you've, today you've, else...
0: you've confessed to nearly crying over toys, considering stealing. No, I said stealing. I could have cried. You could have, could have, could have cried, cried uh, considered stealing, and now you're considering fighting.
2: All I wanted to do <laughs> was pay for toys. That's all I'm saying. But, uh... Yeah, that's my plan, man. I'm gonna be there. It works out good, actually, in a really good way, because I I just kind of remember that my my son actually has a ped day that day, so I have the I don't have to wait around kind of for the bus and whatnot. So I I buy myself a bit of time there. But either way, I really want to be there at 7 a.m. And I, I'm just I I don't want to meet that rival, that mirror you, just like eye each other, like.
0: Well, to be <laughs> you know fair. Look, you're you're in a town <laughs> I in, I guess that's what, southern, western, eastern, I don't know, eastern Ontario, whatever that is. Uh, I'll be surprised if there's, like, one other Star Wars fan.
2: No way, man. You'd be surprised. You, that's exactly, you'd be surprised. Like, there's, you don't sit on these kind of things, man, in my experience. Like, there's always collectors everywhere. Like, even the guy that scanned the thing, he's like, I see a lot of hits on this on the website. Like, eh. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Anyway, it's uh, that's my plan. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, it's, hopefully, again, they haven't sold it to someone else who did the whole pouty face thingy, which would really upset me. That Anyway, ooh, that better not have happened.
0: Well, here's the thing. Like, <sighs> we all get this sort of the plastic anxiety as, as Tim has coined it. And we all kind of adopt it. If you don't get it, Triple Force Friday, you will get it. The only thing that happens Triple Force Friday is that you pay full price for it.
2: You get the FOMO. Fear of missing out.
0: You know, if, if you were to sort of just exercise some patience, which I know is difficult because you want to go and have fun and take part in this event anyway,
2: but you save money. <laughs> you know? Well, just going to buy them all? <laughs> like, I, I only chose five out of like, I left behind the Jawa, the off-world world Jawa, uh, a Stormtrooper, uh, tch, 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 there was another one too. But anyway, yeah, like I, I want to get to at least a good five of the Black Series. I want Ray. I want Kylo. Um, like, I and the baby the... Cal Kestis. Depends on the comics. I'm going to read the comics this week and see how that goes. Same thing for the Inquisitor. Like the Inquisitor I'm getting either way just because it's so cool. And the Mando baby and the Sith. Oh man, they were so good. I couldn't believe it. You know, just that feeling, man. Like it's all about that. Just I, I had it, man. When I turned a corner, I'm like, you know, it's like, I don't believe, I don't believe. Then you're like, oh, my, my, my God. God.
0: You know, I like, find your lack of faith disturbing. And then, and then you just get smacked in the face.
2: Yeah. I'm just like, you don't want to go there and be like, because uh, the whole time I was like, I, I was going there for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they are, maybe they are, maybe they are. Now but You're, you're going to be fine. Oh.
0: Like, whatever you don't get Triple Force Friday you will eventually get. There's I have no doubt of that in my mind.
2: I just want that Mando, baby.
0: I think I wanna... that I think that's probably the hottest item in terms of Black Series for Triple Force Friday. Everybody seems to want a Mando.
2: What about the Cal Kestis? Have you heard any like is that like gonna be the sought after piece?
0: No, I think everything will be very easily available after after a little while. I really don't think there's gonna be much in this line that is like think about it. Like what has been really tough to get? in the last year or so like if you if you hung around long enough i think pretty much everything
2: showed up like the only thing i never saw on the online pegs, i've I've never seen a padme and mace window in the stores that's so actually seen, yeah,
0: that's true <laughs> that whole wave i never saw on the pegs once padme mace window holdo. holdo battle droid never saw those at once so that that wave kind of just missed our region entirely and I never, I also never saw Rio Durant.
2: Black oh, suit. Right. I saw like five of them. I never I, saw I one. Asked you. Anyway. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. What else? My, my wish list wise? That's my plan. I'm going out there first thing. And I'll, you know, uh, lunch well, break. I, probably, your
0: wish list is probably the whole, like all of it.
2: No, I want, uh, primarily, I definitely want the Mando, Sith Trooper, Ray, Kylo, and the Inquisitor. Um, Funko Pop wise. I'll snatch any, uh, snag any robots robots that they might have available. And uh, I don't know if this is an exclusive or not, but I saw this picture of a Mando lunchbox. It is sweet. Did you guys see this thing?
0: Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Man! Yeah, I keep keeping on EB Games for that one.
2: Oh, that was hot. Uh, yeah, that's it. I talked to the guys from EB Games last week. Oh, and I was like, and I like I'm in with them now, you know what I mean? Like, he's like he's like oh, I could see some Star Wars stuff is coming in next Friday, and I was like, that makes sense. So I'll be definitely hitting that place up. So yeah, not much vintage collection. I'll be hunting. Uh, you know, I'll probably get Zori Bliss and the Knight of Ren. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's about it. I,
3: knew- I-, I, have I-, I have I
1: have a question. Uh, if if you had to get if there was only one piece that you can get from the stuff that's being rele- released in the Force Friday wave, what would it be? The milk chocolate mando.
0: The carbonized version? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to I I wonder if we'll see those. I I I'm going to say they we will not see those. That's
1: why I want it so bad. <laughs> what about what about you, Cuff? you have yeah, be... one one piece just one piece of the new the new stuff that's dropping
0: it's funny because i was just about to say like I've, I've become too much of an all-or-nothing guy spoiled by online shopping like i just buy like a full case now like just give me the case of this of that seventh wave i'll take it all so that that's kind of been the way i've been shopping lately but if i could only buy one figure or one thing it would probably be a toss-up really between the mando black series
2: and maybe the Zori Bliss vintage collection. It wasn't that great, bro. Like, I had it in hand and I was really excited to have it, but I don't
1: know. It didn't. Uh...
2: So, why is it still on your list?
1: Because it's a completionist?
2: No, I don't do the vintage collection. I only buy, like,
0: <laughs> it's not that cooler. great, but
2: I'm going to buy it anyway.
0: <laughs> Even though I don't collect that line, I'm going to take I that Like,
2: helmeted characters and weird characters like Afra.
0: All right, no, I don't know i i yeah, mando would probably be the the one if I had to go, but yeah my my game plan is it's a pretty loose one like i'm gonna there's I'm working that day like mo- most people probably are there's one Walmart that's close to work is still out of the way, I've got a detour out to it uh I'll see what they've got, and i'll I'll grab. If they if I'm lucky enough, I'll grab Zori Bliss, I'll get the Sith Trooper, uh, I'll grab that Knight of Ren. Those that'll be my targets. If they have Mando Black Series, I might snag that as well. Uh the rest I think I can sit on. I can just wait. Like I really want that Rey with Dio. But I have nice. I I think I can wait. I mean, it's a it's the best looking Rey Black Series that there's ever been. But that before long, that's there's you know, that that'll be five deep on the pegs (laughs) at at some point yeah for sure so yeah i'm looking forward to that for sure but it's gonna it should be fun like i you know i i've not been super enthralled with the uh the hunting experience so to speak in person but uh you know i'm I'm looking forward to following what people are doing and dipping out there myself and and seeing how it goes
1: all right, guys. So that's am I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking forward to getting a a Millennium Falcon at $100 off. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's
0: bragging rights right there.
1: Yeah, that's uh, using those Lego points finally for something that's uh, that's big.
0: No, that's absolutely worth it. But again, everybody, if whatever you're looking for, if you don't get it Triple Force Friday... Just stay patient. You will find it. It will be back. It will be be restocked. Everything will be fine. All right, so let's jump into the new section. Guys, we got a couple of big stories last week. Uh, We'll start off first with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and getting a director and writer. So Deborah Chow is going to be directing the Obi-Wan series, guys. We found this out, I believe it was, what, Friday? Was it late uh, Friday we found this one out?
1: Thursday? Late Thursday, I think. I'm not From sure Mom's what state. day it was,
0: but Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? September twenty-seventh, that was Friday. So the Hollywood Reporter, which really knocked it out of the park last mm-hmm. week, uh they they dug this story up and dropped it Friday afternoon. And they they said, this is the director Obi-Wan has been looking for. Deborah Chow, who directed episodes of the upcoming Star Wars TV series, The Mandalorian, is returning to the galaxy far, far away and will direct the series featuring the popular character Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, I, you know, I think this news came and people were still reeling from the Kevin Feige news, which we'll get to in a second. But this is cool, man. Like, I'm I'm really excited because... If they're giving her this job, and it seems like, like the the wording in the story, is that she is directing the series. Of course, that could change, but it sounds like she's directing the entire first season, which I love. But if they're if they're handing those reins over to to Deborah Chow, they must be really really, uh, encouraged by what she did and how she worked on the set of the Mando. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that was my first thought. Is 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 that uh they might be really high on her for what she did for the Mandalorian the only difference is mandalorian is slated for at least two seasons uh but the obi-wan series i don't know if it's it's going to be multiple seasons it might just be a mini series true we don't know so maybe if it's only let's say 6 to 8 episodes then it would make sense to have one director Uh, to to have a a cohesive vision from start to finish. But the last time Disney decided, or Disney or Lucasfilm, decided to give a director a new project without us seeing the project that they just worked on, it didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) So, and you know what, I, I... there are things about The Last Jedi that I don't like, but I think it was a good movie. And it's a Star Wars movie for me. Definitely Star Wars movie. And um, uh, I, I trust their judgment. I just don't know if anybody else will. That's um, well, some people will for sure. I'm sure Corey's going to love it. But um, some people are definitely not going to be happy about it because guess what? They're not happy about anything. <sighs> yeah.
0: Some people are only happy when they're mad.
3: But yeah, what? I, I,
1: who knows?
0: But I mean, her 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 resume is just like a murderer's row. It's it's like the twenty seven Yankees, dude. She she's directed episodes of American Gods, Better Call Saul, Lost in Space, Jessica Jones, Rain, Mister Robot. What the hell, man? Like that's elite stuff. I I, I don't yeah. know much of the stuff, but I know. I I know the weight and the respect that some of these shows have out there. Like she's she is crushing it, absolutely crushing it. Corey, did you did you have anything to add to this?
1: I think he he did went he, to go smoke. Did he yeah. step away again? Yeah, he did.
0: All right, <laughs> that'll afford me an opportunity to take a little, a little sip of tea here. Anyway, I'm 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 super stoked. I'm the la- like and like you said, Carlos. The last time they did this was with Ryan Johnson saying, We love what he did so much, we love the way he works, we love that he delivered on time on on budget blah 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 he's gonna get another he's gonna get a bigger project like you said the the aftermath of that has been a bit bumpy, but i that, you know, I think they probably expected that. I think you know they sit there going, Well, this movie's controversial it's gonna it's gonna rub some people the wrong way.' but we love this guy. So let's do this now because imagine the the controversy. Then they give the guy the project. I think that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. So if you if you're confident in somebody, you've got space for them, you have them in mind for a project. Just do
2: it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yep. So I am, I'm stoked for Deborah Chow and you know, we should not uh, be surprised at all. If at some point in the near future, we find out she's going to do, either one of Benny and Weiss movies or, or one of the Ryan Johnson movies that could very well happen. It seems like she is uh, definitely in the, in kind of like in the family circle of Lucasfilm now.
2: Yeah. Have you seen lost in space? I have. Cool. Yeah. It's a yeah, good series. So... It was a good series. Yeah, it was good.
0: Uh, Jessica Jones. That's the only other place I, I know her work from.
2: Well, she definitely made, like you said, she made quite the impression on the family over there, man. Like, she must have showed quite a bit of a, either leadership and skill, both. But definitely feels like a natural fit for them. And I loved it. I love that they love it. When they love it, I love it. <laughs> like, I believe. I just believe in their choices and, you know, the direction.
0: Absolutely. And, well, Kathleen said, we really wanted to select a director who was able to explore both the quiet determination and rich mystique of Obi-Wan in a way that folds seamlessly into the Star Wars saga. And then based on... Uh, Her phenomenal work developing our characters in The Mandalorian. I'm absolutely confident Deborah is the right director to
2: tell this story. Good enough for me. The whole Jessica Jones thing, the whole drinking problem with (laughs) (laughs) Obi-Wan.
0: Are you calling a a drinking problem for Obi-Wan?
2: No, but I remember us joking around about that. But he's definitely going to be dealing with some deep, dark issues. For sure,
0: absolutely he is, and uh, not not to be forgotten, but um, the series is going to be written by Hossein Amini, who I don't know quite as well. Uh, I don't know any of his work actually, but this uh, this news was also pretty well received by fans, I believe. So he's got he's got a pretty lengthy resume as far as writing goes, uh, but it seems it seems like everything's falling into place. Scripts are done. Uh, the writing's going to happen soon. I, I I am liking the uh, the reception to all this news so far. Yeah, very encouraging stuff for for the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Uh, all right, so let's put that aside. We'll see what develops further with that in the future. But for now, let's talk about I think the biggest bombshell of the week, which. Man, in a week where we were, it seemed like we were going to have no news, aside from that Tempest in a teapot caused by the betrayal of Bob Iger. No. <laughs> Wednesday kind of changed all that and provided us with this report that is uh, as exciting as it is confusing. And I think it has, it has uh, more than one fandom asking all kinds of questions. So, again, The Hollywood Reporter's Kim Masters reported that Kevin Feige the, of course, the mastermind behind the MCU has agreed to produce a Star Wars film. And, uh, I, you know, I, we have to note that th- it's more than just a report or a rumor. This, the story contains a quote from Disney's Alan Horn, who's really high up on the food chain. Uh, and part of what he said reads, With the close of the Skywalker saga, Kathy is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling and knowing what a diehard fan Kevin is. It made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. and So this revelation brought out <laughs> all the reactions that you could think of in fandom. Like everything from like elation to trepidation and from like this wild speculation to like even wilder speculation. So Corey, where are you on this with Feige? Give me, give me your initial reaction and your sort of high level view on this news.
2: Well, originally, the first thing that came to my mind was the whole Tom Holland exiting the MCU kind of deal. Because the first time I heard news of that, it was on Facebook through a friend. I was like, "Pish posh, you know nothing of these things. This is fake news. Like, get real. Like, I almost posted something like, this is so not true. And then I looked like maybe five minutes later, the sad reality of things had hit me. and. I mean, this isn't when I think about it now, it's kind of makes sense, I guess, from a business standpoint. But at the same time, I thought this 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 can't be real. This is fake news. Like, I was really surprised at first. Like, uh, I don't know, like, I thought this guy had his head wrapped around the whole Marvel verse and the MCU and stuff, you know, like the recent acquisition of Fox and the retaining of now Spider-Man again. Yes. I, I, I don't know, like. He he seems like a good job, uh, really amazing at cobbling things together. Uh, like the whole narrative of the MCU is phenomenal. And, you know, maybe they're looking at bringing that to Star Wars. I don't know. Like uh, another thing is that he said straight up he's a huge fan. So he has an understanding. And again, he's got the business acumen and the talent kind of to what he did with the MCU kind of gives me a bit more confidence, what he can do here, but more so from a standpoint that he understands the fandom and how reactionary people can be. So what
0: what does that mean though? That Like he's like, to me that, that that's, that means that you make a safe film that fans would like. And I don't, I don't want guys who are just going to make a safe movie that fans will
2: just love. No, but basically, I mean, this is kind of an easy way to get to things, but it's to boil down what the essence of Star Wars is, right? Like, it could be many different things, but it's got to have that feel and that vibe. So hopefully he understands that. And, you know, it's not such a surprise now that his success of the MCU definitely, like, people want to work with this guy and if he's willing to do it and take on this responsibility, cause he knows what it is. He's he's seen the backlash. He knows the fandom. If he feels confident enough to take on the project and have an idea that he's willing to back and work with, then I mean, I got to believe that this guy knows what he's doing. Right. Like yeah. I don't want this uh, generic film either, where it's just all spaceships and explosions and stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, Carlos, what, what was uh, what was your reaction when this first came out?
1: So, no spaceships and explosions. <laughs> so, not Star Wars. Star Wars, spaceships, I, explosions. I, let's just say not Michael Bay Star Wars. Okay, yeah, but that's not what he does, uh, Michael. If you want Michael Bay Star Wars, you watch Transformers. Uh, yeah. No, I, I'm uh, I'm cool. I, I love hearing that stuff. I love hearing that stuff, especially after bob Iger walks back star wars um blah 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 Uh, they're not doing any more movies anymore because solo was a disaster blah 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 all those incels who just (laughs) have nothing else to talk about and no I think it's just good they're getting they're getting guys in who know how to tell stories, and what he did with Marvel uh and specifically the Avengers, like he took forty years or fifty years of Avengers storytelling and put something on screen that uh for me right now is probably my favorite franchise. Uh, especially with the last two movies, and he had a plan. If you go back, go back all the way to the beginning of um, of Phase One. Just the fact that it's called Phase One tells you that there was a whole plan. There's 22 movies in it. Yeah, like there's. If if you want to put Star Wars in that guy's hands, go right ahead. I have no issue with that whatsoever. And there's gonna be people. uh, Oh, before was fat. (laughs) It's
0: like the best part of the film. Do you know how many people are fat out there? So many.
1: Yeah. Go, go. uh, Pull up Ralph Wiggum and uh, and. uh, (laughs) You bent my wookie. Just go play in your basement with your toys. (laughs) Nobody cares about your opinion. Just scuttle butt off. (laughs) Jeez. Sorry. well yeah
0: no anyway just picking up on that like of course <laughs> of course
1: <laughs> you're picking up back grenade
0: yeah sure <laughs> pick it up and throw throw it as far as i can but I, 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 I'm, I'm happy about this news obviously because first and foremost it means more star wars that's it that, i mean that's that's the big slice i take out of this it means more star wars and I will take as much as you can give me. But also because, you know, going back to... I think he was on the... uh, It was like spring of 2018 when he was on uh, the Star Wars show. And you could just tell what a geek this guy is. He was buzzing about Star Wars. This was in the lead up to Infinity War. So he was just geeking out over Star Wars. So you, you, you know. You can tell how much of a fan he is. And, you know, he he was talking about the West end games books and it, that speaks right to like the way he operated the MCU were just knowing the lore and uh, the, the dirty details of everything. And that that's what got him his start. He was, he worked on the, uh, the X-Men movies of the early two thousands, you know, and, and it was because he was such a stickler for the lore and, and had such a passion for it that he, he got in through that door and, and, you know, built his built his resume from there into what he is now, which is incredible. But you know, him being a fan of whatever Star Wars or Marvel, that's what it, it it's what made the MCU so great. It's what kept it tight and organized and, and how it clicked so well. So if he can bring that over to Star Wars, that's only a good thing. But you know, there, I, there's there's an asterisk to that, which I guess I'll get to in in a couple minutes, but. Uh, the report specified that Feige will be working with Kathleen Kennedy on quote a movie, which is weird to me because uh, his strength is in weaving together these multiple franchises and narratives. So I, I don't know if the report is incomplete or inaccurate, or if there's a larger plan that we don't know yet. But or maybe Feige just wants to do one movie. But
1: uh, episode ten. <laughs> you think so? Dirty plan. But Kyle,
3: you bent my Wookiee. <laughs> well,
1: what it, do you think, Carlos? It was, like, it was you... supposed to be over, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think it's a bigger plan? Or like, what do you think? Like, like, We've been talking about how Feige just did this amazing thing with 22 movies.
1: What I think is they bit off a lot when they said, we're giving Ryan a trilogy. We're giving the D&D guys a series of movies. So now they're kind of stuck. Is it a trilogy? How many movies is it? Is it oh, is the trilogy going is the trilogy going forward? Is it not going forward? How many times has Ryan Johnson been fired? They, they, they're like, he's doing a movie. So now everybody's like, oh, cool. Okay, so he's doing a movie. Now there's not how many movies is he doing. We know he's doing a movie. Now, whatever they put out more than that is gonna be a bonus. They're, they're, I think, what they're doing now, and which is probably what they're going to do going forward, is underpromise and overdeliver, because it it came out, oh, Ryan's getting a trilogy, you're getting a trilogy. It was Oprah just handing out <laughs> trilogies to people. <laughs> so I think that's what they did. So when when I read that, I'm like, uh, I see what you're doing here, but I can't really complain about it because it makes sense. Yeah, like it's 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 a- I do agree with that,
0: that it's like, maybe let's take it one step at a time and not reveal too much, but at the same time, I, I, I can't see him getting too in depth with Lucasfilm and Star Wars. Like there's so much MCU stuff and Disney plus stuff for him to work on that. Even that is like, what, like a half dozen shows they've got now. And he's, he's gotta be uh, working on integrating the fantastic four and the X-Men to the MCU. Like, that is so much work over the next few years so like unless he's planning on delegating some of that like i just don't see how one man has the bandwidth to do all that to do all the work he's been immersed with with marvel and then like create this other type of thing for star wars but then on the flip side if he's if he's not working on some grand plan and this really is just one film like a, a love letter for him to star wars then, as you know, as cool as it is, it's more Star Wars, it's Kevin Feige, then the report, this news, it's not really as seismic as it would seem at first brush, because like, everybody jumps to this idea of Kevin Feige and 22 movies and how epic it's all been. But if it's really just one movie,
3: yeah, all
0: right, I'll, it's great, but it falls flat a little bit. Uh, Corey, what's, what's
2: your take on this? Where Where are you sitting? I'm on the same page as you guys in the sense that, you know, his forte seems to have been the seeing the big picture, like from like a bird's eye view, you know, like uh, just seeing a large thing and making it all work together. So I find it interesting when they say a film, but I like what you guys said also the fact of maybe building us up to not expect much, but again, like, well, like, really a, is...
1: like a film is like, Oh, nothing to expect. <laughs> no, not that like not to expect. No, no the... I, I... No, I know what you're saying. It's just like, but that's how stupid we all are. <laughs> <laughs> I throw myself into this, by the way. I'm part of fandom, so sure. I, I literally... So, like, it's it's literally that. Like, yeah, we we, we need to downplay the expectations because we don't. We can't handle it. <laughs> we can't um, handle it. I, I even thought about it like this, like, but then,
2: like you guys said, like I I had mentioned this earlier too, like the whole. Marvel thing. Like there's just so much going on there that he's so involved in that like would he really have time to weave this narrative of say maybe D or Benny and Weiss and uh Ryan Johnson's trilogy? Maybe they're set apart from one another, but somehow they make sense. It all comes together, like with the OT2, like you see these ties that he's kind of weaving. But again, like a film, it's just kind of odd, like at this point, if it's something new, this new era of Star Wars, we also know that, you know, there there's no like he has to just know Star Wars, really. Like the MCU, like you guys said earlier, like he just did a beautiful job of uh, just knowing all these facts and these different story arcs and these storylines and being able to pick and choose and cherry pick from each one to be able to culminate this amazing story, you know. But with that, it'll have nothing to do with that here. There's, there's nothing to pick and choose from.
0: No. And that, that is a valid point because the MC, like as a, as, you know, creative and original as, as the MCU is, it is curated from existing content in large part.
2: And not only that, these characters we've grown to love over 80 plus years for some of them now. Yeah. And, and... and we,
0: yeah, that's exactly it. Like. We're you finally already getting know a chance the to see the fabric of these characters, you already understand for the most part you know a, a lot of a lot of these characters and their and and the way they are in Star Wars. He's probably coming in expect or being expected to create something from
2: scratch, which is an entirely different thing, yeah, and then, like it leads me to think like when I started thinking about it from that perspective, I'm like there's no lore to play off. Uh, if the, he's not going to be creating an epic saga, like what kind of film can it be? You know what I mean? Like we know we have some underworld stuff in the pipeline. Uh, we've seen the spy thriller. I don't see him doing a war movie. It's, it's really kind of odd to be honest.
1: Imagine, imagine his movie is like the snap. What happens after Thanos snap in the universe.
0: I think the crossover.
1: a marvel crossover no that's stupid sorry that would have to be in the past
0: (laughs) yeah yeah a long time ago anyway did you guys see some of the hot takes coming out of this which you know you knew this was going to happen
1: nope let's Uh, hear the hot
0: garbage (laughs) (laughs) so you know there there are people out there and of course it doesn't you know you you don't have to look far to figure out who these people are Looking at this as the precursor to Feige eventually taking Kathleen Kennedy's job. And that that take was out there 30 seconds after this news dropped.
1: They're replacing her! Oh boy! That was tweeted by at Captain Sweatpants. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) sweatpants are comfortable, man.
0: But, you know, we we just spoke about how wrapped up in the MCU Feige is and, and how many projects they've got lined up. Like, why would he give that up? Like,
2: you know, if if you're at it from a a time perspective, though, we maybe they're just really letting the cat out of the bag early. Like, from what we understand at this point is we're going to have films from up to about 2026 at this point, if I'm not mistaken.
0: The only thing we know for sure is Benioff and Weiss 22, 24, 26. That's it. We don't know where Ryan Johnson slot in. And we definitely don't know where where this Feige movie slots in, but yeah, it's it's weird. Um, and and to the point of of him replacing Kathleen Kennedy, like in a world where anything is possible, maybe one day that is possible. But for now, her contract runs through twenty twenty one, and to this point, there's no reason to think that it won't be extended beyond that, unless she wants to call it quits. And even then, I, I don't think Kevin Feige automatically gets the job if he wants it.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I think Dave Filoni should get it, but that's yes. just that's just me there. But.
0: I think I think Jon Favreau is going to get it, and that's me Oof. going to bat for my guy. But there's a to me that's a guy who understands every level of the movie. Yeah, business. but I,
2: I think he just doesn't want to get locked down into something like that. He's too creative, man.
1: I can't stand behind that that take because he doesn't know how to pronounce Wookie. <laughs> he says Wookie. Wookie. Yeah, uh, I can't. But then, you know, he'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. So It's I tough. Can, you know,
3: as far He's as Filoni guy.
1: goes, I could see Filoni being sort of, at some point,
0: being like a, a, a Feige of Star Wars overseeing all the creative stuff. I could definitely see that, but... It's way too early to think that Kevin Feige's is taking uh,
1: Kathleen Kennedy's job. Like that to me is, is is crazy talk at this point. If Kathleen Kennedy retires, the headline is going to be Disney forces Kathleen Kennedy to retire.
0: Oh yeah, they they forced her out so that they could get Feige. It's, in. The, it's
1: the, the, <laughs> that would be the, the hot op take. ed. The op ed is already written. That that well, that happen That this is the take that
0: that permeates YouTube
1: by at Captain Sweatpants. <laughs>
0: And of course, that there are others thinking that this project uh, of Feige's is uh, taking the place for either Ryan Johnson or Benioff and Weiss, and you know, people think that either one of those projects are going to be knocked off the map because of the backlash to uh, Benioff and Weiss for how their handling of Game of Thrones or Ryan Johnson for the Last Jedi. People, think... dude, one guy, one
1: guy wrote on a on a he commented on a YouTube post saying. I'm never gonna watch anything Ryan Johnson does, including *Knives Out* and anything else he does in the future. Like, what, what kind of a loser does like just make that pronouncement? Like, what's wrong with you? This is a I'm problem. Sorry. This pro- this Go is ahead. a
0: person with many problems.
3: Oh uh, my God, what a loser! Oh,
0: but okay, is, isn't it strange? Isn't it, isn't it strange that like in a week where. Bob Iger's betrayal. And you know how how we learned that uh you know Bob Iger himself, he said that maybe they put too much out in the marketplace too quickly. That we've <laughs> we've got another Star Wars project in the hopper. I know.
2: It's it's weird, right? Uh, yeah, it is uh, weird. Especially I never thought about it like that.
1: Listen, you know what? Um When the price tag of betrayal is is, is four billion dollars, shut your pie hole. Yeah, just, and... just just shut your pie hole. Nobody betrayed you. You got paid. Yeah, you Take don't know what said, though. Take your, doesn't matter. Take your flannel and get the hell out. And look, I I people
0: blow this up into like extremes. I could understand why. You know, if and I really don't want to get into this. We kind of intentionally said we wouldn't talk about it. But yeah, if Lucas turned in outlines for the sequels and he was under the impression that they would u- be used. And then they weren't. I could understand the hurt. I get, get it you. on a personal level, but you like you. There was there was no, like Iger said in the in his comments in that book. I I never we never promised. We in fact we specifically said we are not beholden to these. And anyway, the maybe, ultimate wah. Maybe George is just being naive, but. Yeah, listen, you sold it. It's over. Anyway, that none of that was news anyway. So anyway, back to the actual thing we do know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <tangent>. <laughs> Corey, what kind of Feige, uh, what kind of story is Feige going to tell?
2: Like I said, like, I don't think we're going to see a war film, a spy film, uh, an underworld film. So I was like, I don't know, man, like if he's not setting up this epic saga of types of it's just one film, which I don't necessarily know that will be or is. I think it could just be a miswording or expectation thing. But I mean, it's so cliche, but the only thing you could really think of is, you know, a small group of people who are all very different and somehow come together to the power of love. You have described (laughs) every Star Wars movie ever. Yeah, to fight an unimaginable evil. Moving on, that's a that's a limp take, Carlos. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know where else to go with this, man. Like, I really don't. All right, uh, that,
0: listen, I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm giving you the gears there, but who does know, Carlos? Do you have do you have anything specific in mind that you would like to see from Feige? Did we lose Carlos? Everybody's just dropping off the map here.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's okay.
0: Nathan said something in the Facebook group when we were talking about it there that Feige's probably gonna want to tell an o t era story because that's all these guys of his age want to do, and I understand that for sure uh I fear Nathan is right, but I hope he's wrong like i I don't want this to be another o t era standalone film i don't I really don't i'm I'm done with this era, let's finish rise of Skywalker and let's let's move on. So I, I really hope Feige is doing something. Maybe like if it really is one movie, I hope it's the first in a series of movies set somewhere else completely different.
2: Completely yeah, different. Yeah, like setting setting something up for a bigger, like setting up a universe again. You know what I mean? Like we we know we're getting all these films in the pipeline. We don't know what period they're going to play in. but We don't know what their full intention is either. Maybe Maybe this film that he sets up allows us to dwell in a universe where we can have nine films again and become familiar with a new timeline.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so apparently uh, Mr. Feige has a high-powered lead in mind for the film. And the quote from uh, the Hollywood Reporter Report said, One knowledgeable source says Feige has told a major actor that there's a specific role he would like that person to play if and when he makes the movie. So, two elements to this one, Corey. One, who is the major actor? And two, what is the specific role he would like that person to play? So, uh, you know, Thursday saw Brie Larson herself tweet Did somebody say Star Wars? Which was amazing, (laughs) only because of the reactions that came out of it. Everything from just pure joy to pure outrage. And it was hilarious to watch. And then Chris Evans replied to Collider that Star Wars should pick him. That went crazy. So Corey, speculate away. Number one, who's the major actor? And number two, what is the specific role?
2: Um I thought about it a bit, you know. Um let's just say it is a little later on. I don't I don't know the details to Tom Holland's contract with Sony. But maybe you say 2025. He signed them just to spite Sony. <laughs> no, that's a, a joke. But uh, I like you said the Brie Larson thing seems to have been gaining some traction. Like you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, like you always say. So th- there seems to possibly be something there that has a lot of uh, magnitude right now. It's, it's, it's drawing the uh, the gravity over there, but. The only other one I can really think of is I, I like Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. I think I think that could be a pretty strong character within this series. Just his voice and all that too. You know, like it would really lend itself well to the franchise. And then, you know, let's, let's get a fresh start for RDJ, man. No. You know I mean? Yeah, I could see this guy acting the shit out of something. Maybe an evil character, you know. He's got to kind of reinvent himself now. Like we don't want this guy getting typecast as Iron Man, right?
0: Done. It's all that. That's done. Like Harrison Ford is always Han Solo,
2: but he's also Indiana Jones. He was also the Fugitive. Come on,
0: oh, you th- oh, man. Well, I,
2: and again, if it's just one movie, but he's got the chops. Maybe for sure he can he's been undercover. Benedict Cumberbatch is also a perfect fit for Star Wars, but it's the voice, you know, and the drama, but I, I I don't know, I could really see I know it's a bit of a deep cut there, but Robert Downey Jr in Star Wars, I could definitely see that is if not a deep cut. Given, given the right character, I think it would really pay off well.
0: Do you think if there's a specific character like I uh, some...
2: I think it would be a villain? Got to change it up a bit, you know what I mean? You were the ultimate guy. You were the guy that, this hero that gave it, you know. Like you want to shake it up a bit, you know. Like let's do the exact opposite. Like as an actor and kind of again to get to break that shell of yeah. getting out of that role.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. And and for the record, I, I'll say that I I am just fine with Brie Larson if it turns out to be her. But my my pick is surprise uh, Idris Elba I I'm hoping for him to take on a major role in Star Wars what and whatever that role is whether it's a he's a Jedi Master whether he's a military commander or a bounty hunter uh, the the scoundrel the, the the fly I don't care if he is in the movie as one of the leads or you know well I this is the thing about Star Wars too. Like the leads are always relative unknowns, right? Almost always. And so I don't think that's going to change with this. So I think like if we're talking about, like these these major actors pulling in a role, I gotta believe, I gotta believe that the major actor is not somebody who's going to be like the the lead in the movie, and he'll he or she will be someone more of a of a supporting actor. So I uh, that's why I, I choose Idris Elba as sort of the, the Jedi master, uh you know, almost in that Kenobi esque role. But that's that that is my dream that my my fan casting dream.
2: I like that. Well, kind of uh, deep no, cut. I, like I, I definitely don't see it put it this way to me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not your Chris Pratt Or your Chris Evans or your Chris Hemsworth.
3: (laughs) I.
0: Who knows, right? Who knows? But Uh, looking back to Star Wars, like Liam Neeson, I think was, you could argue, is is the lead for Phantom Menace, right? I think you can make that case. Oh, yeah. And he, I I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, I don't think he was a huge household name in 1999 or when he was announced in what, 96 or 97? He was known, but he certainly wasn't like the huge star that he became after that. Like he he had Schindler's List and Rob Roy were his two big roles prior to Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, but he yeah, had those were pretty
2: choice films. Those were awards.
1: And he had a particular set of skills. Well, of course. <laughs> but Corey, like yes, those were
0: choice films, but not to a twelve year old who was going to see Star Wars. No, no.
2: No, no it's a, he's like your Alleghenis guy.
0: But he, but he, he also he was central to that movie in a way that Alex Guinness I don't think was, like Liam Neeson was all over Phantom Menace.
2: Oh yeah, like you said, he's pretty much the lead. Like he's on top of Obi Wan, he's leading the narrative and he's carrying the story through.
0: I, I think that's the closest we've got to having like a major star leading a film. Maybe Felicity Jones is next on that list, even though she like she's she was not a megastar. Still isn't a megastar, but she was the lead of of Rogue One. We knew who she was, but I think most people would be hard-pressed to name one other movie that she was in at the time of her announcement. Uh, What about you, Carlos? Who's uh, who's the major actor that you think is is in mind for this?
1: It's Tom Hiddleston.
0: Ooh.
1: (laughs) I like it. I like that. Palpatine prequel.
0: You just keep going back to that, huh?
1: Yep. I keep uh, keep going to the well. Hiddleston. I need to I need to see that story, and it's going to be the Plagueis story. And um Hiddleston's going to be a young Palpatine as a supporting actor.
0: Good gravy! Yeah, Tom Hiddleston in Star Wars. That's uh, that's a thing that could very well be.
1: It needs to. Uh, well, it doesn't need to. I mean. Let's let's uh, temper our expectations here, but like, um, it would be awesome. I, I definitely, and it's a story that needs to be told because Plagueis is canon. Uh, maybe not the the Plagueis book, but uh, the 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 character of Darth Plagueis. So we need to see uh, the inner workings of how. Things got to where they got.
0: Isn't it funny though? Like we, Feige's coming in. Of course, we know his his past with the MCU. What if he's? Is it for sure that he's talking about an MCU actor?
1: No, I think we all like when I when I heard <laughs> yeah. when I when I heard Corey name everybody in the kitchen sink uh, from the uh, from the Avengers. I'm like, okay, well, no, that kind of like I named four people. Yeah, exactly. So. Fridge, stove, washer, and dryer. You named all four, wow. so um, it, it it kind of like made me think. Oh, maybe I'm dumb, but uh, it's not like I haven't named it. I haven't said this before in the past. Like this is this is what I this is the what I envision. And um, when I heard that uh, Feige was uh, hired, I'm like, oh, th- please tell me it's this. Please tell me it's this. It would be so awesome if that was the case. That would um, be terrific. Yeah, just uh, oh man, we need that story told somehow.
0: I, yeah, for sure. I would. That would be. That would be. Wow. Wow. Um, Michael B. Jordan could be another name. He's very, yeah, very, fantasy, very hot yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh. So I'm looking at like major act. Like is it, they said, major actor.
2: You know I would put if I had the bet on one, I'd have to go with Breer Larson at this point
1: no but I think that. I think what what she did she ruled herself uh, out I think, yeah, I think she just ruled herself out by by doing that whole thing like because that's like it's 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 too obvious at that point, like if yeah. she was if if she was contacted and then did that like dumbest thing ever. Yep, like, why, testing why would the you waters, that? man. They're uh, dipping yeah, don't in mean, the waters. You don't get... need
0: to test the waters with that casting. No. You you know how the dividing line is going to fall with that. There's going to be people who are super happy, and there's going to be people that just take to the streets with their pitchforks and just sweatpants and this and and a bag of Doritos, <laughs> some uh, some some Taco Bell, what what, are the, what are the, a Crunch Wrap.
1: I don't know. <laughs> and some
2: <laughs> monster. You know what that's all about, a eh, Kyle? What? Monster <laughs> energy drink? What are you talking about? Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, Rick there's... always post in the group about that.
0: Look. Oh, yeah. I don't know where Rick keeps doing that. Get, getting those images from. I've, You know what? I've never even had a sip of monster energy drink in my life.
2: He's addicted, Rick <laughs> this is an intervention Kyle
1: <laughs> yeah if yeah yeah okay corey what if what if it's tom what if it's uh Tom Hardy as anything I'd be down i in i mean it could be right like again, we kept defaulting to m c u it doesn't
0: have to be it could be anybody from anywhere it could be drew Barrymore. <laughs> he knows people you know he's kevin feige he knows everybody he's connected to everybody at this point but you know we've defined it's more fun to choose from the mcu because similar genres that uh it'd be fun it's easier to pluck those (coughs) people from you know from uh the mcu and and carry that vision over to star wars it's i think it's a lot simpler but uh, whatever i don't know anyway
2: it makes right. sense, too. There's so many big names there, too.
0: There's Yeah, there's so many big names to choose from. So many. Sebastian Stan. Maybe, they, maybe he's doing that interim movie. Maybe he's the Luke Skywalker.
3: Ooh. Whoa. Maybe they you do that. There. Oof.
0: Maybe they do that. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, and it would make sense if they're, they're just calling it a movie. So it's another Star Wars story i oh, man. I would oof boy that, that's a, that's a thorny one because I would as I I
0: to see. Trimmer. I want to see Luke's story in that era, and I wouldn't mind seeing it presented in a series of films i've I've said a series of novels would be my preference, but if you did, if they landed Sebastian Stan to do Luke Skywalker with Kevin feige at the helm, you got me man i I'll, I'll walk back my o t era statement. If in lieu of it being a luke skywalker project
1: yeah and then you you get that some of that smoke backstory that everybody's like snoke is stupid you just died <laughs> like you, you get you you're able to like build up that the relationship between luke and snoke because we know that it exists Ooh, yeah well we're gonna get there
0: We'll we'll, we'll come back to that in a few minutes so yeah, let's let's put aside the Feige news for now, and we'll we'll. I'm sure we're going to talk about this again many times over the next little while. Uh, but this week, we do have a couple of questions to field. Let's do it, boys. Let's do it. We've got a question in from Neil Lowry, the the Admiral of Positivity and Fandom. This week, Neil writes, "High tumbling saber gang, thought I'd send a question to you. If you could fast forward ten years and know what is coming from Star Wars, would you?" Or just wait and see. Keep up the great work on the show. Always a standard bearer of positivity. You all are. May the force be with you. Neil. So, Neil, thank you very much, my friend. One of uh, fandom's best friend, as I like to call Neil. So, uh, Corey, where do, you, where do you come with this one? Would you would you jump forward in 10 years?
1: Just I think take I'll take peek? it. Because uh, Corey might have stepped away from the mic. So, um, I think uh i would th- i would definitely take a peek definitely i need to i, I not that i need to I see i keep saying the word need it's not a need i just um i'm so curious i'm so curious to know what's what's going to be there and i would love love to, to take a peek forward 10 years and see all the things that star wars has done it's um well the, yeah. fun, the
0: fun parts with with having no context right like that would be the attraction to me. It's like let let me jump forward ten years, and see what's happening in Star Wars, and you you, let's say you just I I fast forward to the cinema. I know Star Wars is coming out December twentieth, twenty thirty, whatever it is. I I fast forward. I come out. I walk into a cinema to a Star Wars movie, and you know nothing.
1: There's no build-up, no lead-up. It's like, oh my god, you're just dropping me into this? Oh, man, I would love that. Who are these people?
0: What is this planet? What am I looking at? (laughs) Nothing makes sense. I don't understand. (laughs) Everything is happening! Yeah, like, just seeing what Star Wars is like on the screen and and, and on the pegs as well. You know? And and seeing what fandom is like 10 years from now. Like, all all the kids that are coming into Star Wars now who will be in their 20s or early 30s 10 years from now. What does fandom look like ten years from now? That it would be a fascinating uh, experiment, I think.
1: Oh yeah, I would. Lo- oh man, it would be so awesome. There, there's there's points and counterpoints to this to, to to the question, but it was easy for me to come to the come to the the, the final decision of saying, "Oh yeah, show it to me." <laughs> I think we're the same Kyle, when it comes to that. It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Oh, I, I-, I for sure. I would I would go ahead and take a peek you think cory would I, I
0: don't know No, i think cory cory would be the type to no i'll take it as it comes which is also fair but yeah I'd, i w- i don't think i'd be able to resist i would want to jump ahead and boy imagine like imagine imagine this though as a caveat you jump forward 10 years and you stay there
1: Oof! i'd be 50 that's scary
0: no you still be 40 oh oh so i, I got snapped
1: yeah, you just you got into your DeLorean, you jumped for you jumped ten years ahead. Oh, I got snapped and blipped. Look at that! And now I'm t- now I'm forty ten years from now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Imagine. you should be fifty, but you look forty. Yeah. But so so you get
0: there, and, and you the I think one of the big pluses is you have you have you have ten years of Disney Plus content that you can binge. You've got uh the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, which is in the books. The Ryan Johnson trilogy might be finished by then as well. Mm, countless maybe. books, countless comics. Like imagine how much Lego you, <laughs> you would have you'd fall behind on or any oh, collectibles. No, too,
1: too many retired sets. Yeah, they'd be tough to get a hold of.
0: Yeah. But still, just from a con- like a movie, TV show, book, story standpoint, you'd have ten years to catch up on. Like that would be nuts. Just from that standpoint, oh boy! Interesting, but you yeah. can't jump back. Oof. that's rough. So would, you know, on the plus you... side, it's it's almost like coming to Star Wars as a new fan all over again because there'd be so much new stuff, and you you know everything would be new and fascinating, and I think it'd be the closest you could get to having that brand new Star Wars experience. Whereas, you know, if you if you stay here in 2019, 2020 with us right now and just go step by step, you get all the news kind of fed to you like an eyedropper. So what would kind- you do, Corey?
2: I don't know. Like, I kind of thought about it and I was like, the way the question was worded to me, <clears throat> like, you get to go and see, but, you know, you get to come back and live, whatever. Oh, so. yeah. I,
0: I added the stay there wrinkle.
2: I just threw that out there. It's. Okay, so what I would do is I, you know, I'm not really much for spoilers and whatnot, but I I think I might do it just because I don't necessarily think it would spoil all that much. And if it did, then at least it would only be probably from a planning standpoint, you'd see which films are popping up more prominently, which franchises or not franchises, but which writers to pay more attention to maybe. So I think from that standpoint, I think I would maybe do it, man, just to see what's been done and what's in the pipeline that's connected to what they've done.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, so let's let's look at the question this way. So you jump forward. Let's say you already know. Somehow you know that December 20th in the year 2030, that's a day that a Star Wars movie will premiere. So you jump forward to that date, and you can spend the day there. So, you know, you... you Get a hold of a computer and you can just start Googling and saying, all right, let me, where is Star Wars at now? And you can spend that the whole day just looking online, what movies came out
2: and just being absolutely. And what's in the pipeline for the next, because right now we have seven years of content, at least film wise, that we know of.
0: Yeah, but so, so you can go to that forward date and, and look back at, at how all that turned out. Right, I don't know look-
2: if i necessarily do that because I wouldn't want to spoil so much, but I want to see where the future is going just to see how the past can play into it. Like, pay a little more attention to this film because they're building a new saga off it, you know?
0: Well, that's the thing. You, like, everything, it's all without context. You don't know. You don't know if you're looking at a standalone. You don't know if you're looking at a saga movie. You just know that you're jumping in and, oh my God, look at this.
2: Yeah, I think I'd like to get a sneak little peek just to see, just to get a little sniff. I don't know. Like again, I, I don't think it would spoil all that much. I just think it would be a really exciting thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, we would. I think we would. We would all take that peek. Maybe Gray Sports Almanac can come back and you start. You can start placing all kinds of
2: bets. Yeah, I bet you this happens. That's how you know I got all this stuff right on the pod these past couple years.
0: I'll bet you that in. 10 years from now, they will canonize Battle for Endor. And then you just, you swindle everybody. You take everybody's money because they do that. Disney would do that. (laughs) Oh, geez. All right. So, Neil, there you go. Everybody, let us know. Let us know if you guys would jump forward, take a peek behind the Star Wars curtain 10 years from now. And then we got another message from Rick. Rick, 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 Rick. Uh, Rick has a a question for the show this week. I have a short, simple question for the show. Do you think Luke is responsible for introducing Ben Solo to Snoke? There seems to be a history there. And to me, it would add another layer to Luke's guilt. Thoughts? I'm just going to take this quick because I love short, simple questions because they often get short, simple answers. And that's all my brain really is good for. And yes, yes, I am. I love it. I love this question. I've always been of the opinion that uh, Luke and Snoke came to know each other between uh, episodes 6 and 7. I I even believe that at some point they may have been allies to some degree before uh, Snoke revealed his true cards. So I am all over uh, Rick's question here. Definitely Luke, with good intentions, introduced him to his new friend. Look at my new friend Snoke! Come meet! This guy's going to help us with our, with our Force stuff and then snoke just pulled the rug out. I am all over that. I love Rick's idea. Uh Carlos, what do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. Like um there's that de- he definitely knows of Snoke and mm-hmm. uh, we've spoken about it uh previously uh, on other pods where uh they may have been working together or Uh, Pretty much what you just said. So it's like, yeah, I definitely think that there's something there, and I would love to see it with Sebastian Stan playing. Oh, yeah
0: that that would work in a big way for me. And just it, I I like I like what Rick says here that it adds another layer to Luke's guilt. Absolutely, absolutely. I I can imagine when Luke when this whole thing comes to pass, Luke is just irate that his his he led his nephew to this guy who's now ruined everything and i've all, i've also been of the, the mind that luke made snoke the way he is in terms of scarring and the limp i i i i would love to see that come to pass i would love to see luke be the guy who just loses it after you know, after all this, this stuff happens to ben and an attempt to stop it. Luke gets into this huge fight with Snoke, nearly wrecks him, but in the process, kind of loses himself a little bit too. Goes down that violent path that he probably swore off or wanted to swear off at one point. Ah, that that it would be amazing to me to see that. What about you, Corey? Is uh, did Luke introduce Ben Solo to Snoke?
2: Nah, you just had me lost there, man. You you sent me down the rabbit hole with that Kyle, with the whole Snoke battle Luke thing. But Rick, this is super interesting question. Like I'm so on the same page as you guys, man. Like it's one of those things I feel it's almost at like the tip of your tongue, if you will, or at the back of your brain, just waiting there. Like you, you kind of thought it, you just haven't brought it to the surface yet.
0: Yeah, the thought then, doesn't crystallize just yet.
2: Yeah, so it's definitely very possible, man. Like I you know the way that. Leia kind of says it like, no, it was Snoke. Like, in her voice, like, the whole family's kind of familiar with this guy somehow. Like, he had his presences felt. Yeah.
0: Which is, th- is it by design or intentional that really only Luke and Leia and, and Han, they're the only ones talking about Snoke? It seems like only they really
2: know him. Yeah. Like, maybe all three of them were, uh, uh, a co-op or whatever like making this happen like oh this Snoke guy like we kind of found him like the wills of the force whatever it is maybe all three of them all three of them definitely feel guilty it feels like they all have uh, they, they know of this guy and even if it isn't the fact that they introduced them like there's the fact that they weren't able to protect them that they feel guilty there's many reasons they feel guilty but when you think about it from luke's standpoint like if they if he did introduce them then that would definitely lend a lot of credence to the thought of luke leaving giving up hiding uh exiling himself whatever you want to call it blaming himself on this yeah blaming himself but like just just cutting himself off from the force completely leaving it all behind leaving the galaxy to burn for all he knows, just cutting himself off completely on this planet of Acto. Like it just makes that a lot. Like even to me right now, it's already bearable, but for what happened, but it makes it even that much more bearable. And And it's very, again, plausible.
0: And this type of movie, if, you know, if if they ever did make a movie of it, it could be that thing. Like everybody, for all the people who really wanted, like, one more kick at the can for, you know, the adventures of Luke, Han, and Leia together. You know, to, uh, you know, out there in battle together. You, you, I don't think you can have that with 65-year-old Mark Hamill and a 60-year-old Carrie Fisher and a 70-year-old Harrison Ford. It would be a little bit silly. Like, we laugh at the Expendables for that very reason. But if you place that movie backwards in the timeline, now you have these people still in their primes. Now you, you get the problem of recasting. So you, you, if you had Sebastian Stan uh, as Luke, I think you know everybody looks at that Photoshop job and go, "Oh, well, that would work." He just looks, he, has, he just has to look the part. Great. And you have Alden Ehrenreich, which now now it gets a bit weird because Sebastian Stan is significantly older than Alden Ehrenreich, so that would be a bit of a thing. And what do you do with Leia? But still, as as a concept, I think there's a story of Luke. Han, Leia taking the battle to Snoke and his forces, and uh, I I think that would go a long way to soothing a lot of people who who feel cheated from having that adventure told.
2: We've said this many times. Like that story at this point is pretty much if ever going to come out in literature. Like uh, it's that's what kind of that's I'll say the one thing so far in this trilogy is that we. Hopefully we get a little more answers through Palpatine, maybe about Snoke in episode nine, because that whole there's a lot going on there that we just don't know about. That's never going to necessarily get flushed out on the big screen, but it should be. It should come more to the fore. It can't be just just this bad guy who seduced him. when We have absolutely no clue. We have we're going on. We're drawing on straws right now for Snoke. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but now he's 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 now he's more of an afterthought than ever. With Palpatine he back, is.
2: it's And that's that's what I'm saying, it's kind of regrettable in that regard because there was a lot to flush out there. Eh, I don't know if there was. We but... just talked about it forever, like this awesome story with Sebastian Stan and
0: for sure it could work. But if that story never happens, you know, we haven't lost anything. Mm-hmm. And Snoke is still just that stepping stone for
2: Kylo. But again, if, if it, it will happen eventually, I think. But it's going to be more in comic book or literature or whatever it is. But there, there was a lot going on there, and I, I wish, I just wish they would have unpacked it a little further in this franchise so far, even though it's not finished yet.
0: Yeah, I imagine we'll get an ant- something about Snoke, but I, I don't think we'll get much, and it's, it's because he's just not that important.
2: Maybe Palpatine was, like, he using him as a puppet still, you know?
0: Yeah, I can totally imagine saying, you know, just like in Revenge of the Sith when um, uh, Palpatine just dis- kind of dismisses Dooku as, ah, he's a necessary loss. Like, he knows the, what people are worth to him. And he says, yeah, Snoke, he was a pawn. What a putz that guy was. And I think people will buy it. Oh, okay, fine. If Palpatine says it, that's fine. Uh anything else? Anything else to add to Rick's question? I will take that
2: as a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just again, if if that were the case, like totally lends so much more to Luke becoming a hermit. Just emphasize that.
0: Yep, it could add to that for sure. I mean, ultimately, they definitely know of
2: him. They definitely know of him.
0: They definitely know of of him. Uh, The breaking point is when Kylo finally decides to join Snoke and burn the Academy down. But it doesn't mean that, you know, uh, there there could have been some lead up to that. With with Snoke pitted against uh, Luke at some point. But yeah, that's uh, that's it, Rick. Great question. Uh, We're all of the same mind here. I think there's there's plenty of opportunity to make that a story if they so choose uh, but that is going to do it for this week uh, if you guys want to be a part of the podcast as neil and rick did send your questions to tumblingsaber at gmail.com or send me a, a direct message on twitter at tumblingsaber. and uh, you can also help us out by sharing this podcast with your friends over on social media leaving us a review rate us review us subscribe on whatever platform you like and as we talked about off the top of the show. Join us on Patreon, become a powerful friend, get some exclusive podcasts, early access podcasts, and uh, you can find out everything you need to know about that at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber. And our powerful friends this week will get a new episode of Sith Disturbers for the first time in many, many months. So looking forward to that, and uh, that's that, that'll, that'll do it for that. Shout out to our friend Rob Wade for endorsing this episode as part of the E14 endorsed program which you can learn more about at emotionally 14.com happy to be part of that little group of really cool podcasts. And, uh, it's important to us to have the Rob Wade stamp of approval. He's a good guy. You should check him out as of course, one of our brethren at the uh, Commonwealth TSW go check him out there and as well as check him out at emotionally 14.com. And you can also check out the aforementioned star Wars Commonwealth podcast network, where we have eight podcasts of which we are one. But uh, you can go check out the others at starwarscommonaworth.com. That is our home base on the web. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts as a podcast provider. So with all that out of the way, gents, Carlos, where can you be found on social media?
1: Find me. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse You can find me at C Music on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Carlos Candido Music. And for everything else, go to carloscandidomusic.com.
2: Beautiful. Corey. Well, now, let me tell you both and everybody still listening that you can find me at Choprules with a Z on the Twitter machine and definitely hit us up in our closed Facebook group where it's all safe, comfy, cozy Star Wars.
0: Absolutely. Come join us there. Uh you can also find me like I said at Tumbling Saber on Twitter and on Instagram. Come connect with me there. Happy to talk Star Wars with you. And uh, that's it. Good luck, everybody, with Triple Force Friday this week. Have a great time out there. Don't get into any fights. Don't do that. Don't cry. Don't steal.
2: <laughs> but run if you have to. By God, run if you have to.
0: Oh, man. Anyway, best of luck, everybody. Have a great time. There's not. We're not going to have too many of these opportunities, so enjoy it while you can. Uh, and have a great week. And we will talk to you again in episode 195. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon.
3: Draws me closer to your place, willing me through my dreams. Fall away, signs blindly to the lines on your face. Be day strong.